close your eyes and don't try to hide Or a silly spook, place it by your side Shrouded in a dark disguise They pretend to terrorize When we ghost out to socialize Welcome, foolish mortals. You have stumbled into the graveyard and discovered the Grim Grinning Guys Walt Disney World Planning Podcast. We are your ghost hosts this evening. I'm Matt. I'm Derek. I'm Craig. Please stay calm. The room is not actually stretching. And go ahead and pull down on those safety bars because we won't be doing that for you. Guys, how have you been? Fantastic. Sorry. I've got the... the Autumn cough. We have just been uh, so covered up with DNC travels. Yeah, I mean it yeah. has been. Yeah, actually, there's a lawsuit pending now because somebody's <laughs> I, used DNC. I knew that was co- well. Uh, the Democratic National Convention well, is probably after. So you. we're no longer DNC. There, do you mind if we go ahead and tell our new name? No, is? please do. We're we're the uh, Tinkerbell travels. Mm-hmm. I'm almost positive that will also bring and, a lawsuit. <laughs> Derek, let's, let's hear our slogan. How it goes? How does it go? Um, oh no. It goes, you put me on the spot. I don't know what to think. Now, I do appreciate Dad Lightyear suggesting that we have a a battle royale to to determine a travel agent supremacy. I think it's a great idea, but it's two on one. Well, and it's and y'all aren't actual travel agents. Well, that probably has something. I mean, I, I I also saw a lawsuit pending, not just from the title, but also us staying with people twenty four seven. I that, think that was going to be like that a, could go well. Probably a restraining yeah. order involved in that. Well, that only goes into effect in certain states. <laughs> that is true. Is and Florida, Gu- and Guam. And Guam. <laughs> I do want to say I did have a complaint from uh, actual listeners. I, we do have people that listen to us. Okay, a family that has taken lots of uh, instruction from us from our podcast, and I apologize. Are, are counting, for nothing. counting down until their next trip. It is uh, Shelby and Brian Owens. Okay, and they're listening yeah. intently, and they they said last week they were mad because we didn't put an episode out. I said. Yes, we did. And we went back and looked. We found it. So she apologized. So that is how intent people are listening to all of our episodes. Sometimes it's just we don't share it on social media as soon as it comes out. Yeah, that's that's maybe that's it. Yeah, it's always shared. But it's out there. On Podbean as quick as on Mondays, it's almost always. And I'm the one that always puts it on the social media. And sometimes I forget. We need to check that, too, because it used to go out as soon as Podbean would put it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On on, um, on, On uh, Twitter. But like on Facebook and, and Instagram, right, I have right, put it out yeah. there too. And we were at the uh, state tournament last week, is why the, I, the I, golf tournament, the golf tournament. Gaff. Our uh, our golfer Dane Gilbert is nineteenth in the state of, as a freshman. Is he so, a listener? Uh, he needs to be. He I'll, t- be. I'll tell him about this now. So yeah. But what, what's been happening with you guys? I mean, it feels like it's been a lot longer than a week since we last chatted. But here we are. It has been. No, no. This is the milestone m- episode. Magic. Milestone episode two hundred and twenty-seven. And guys, today we are leaving the safety of land. I'm nervous. Do we need like? Do we need some dramamine or, or something? Dramamine or a patch or yeah. those wristbands? I may get car or motion sickness. Seasick. Or, see, yeah. Oh, we're going out to sea. We are heading out to sea, and some of you may know if you followed Matthew. If you followed my facebook page what, what would that be matthew uh share the magic travel matthew dotson you can find me on facebook there or you can email me matthew at share the magic travel.com um helping families every day so we'd love to help you but if you follow my facebook page you have seen several posts which is kind of against my nature i don't really i don't really like doing a lot of posts but they tell us you gotta promote yourself all that 
stuff. So, well, here I am. Sellouts typically have to. So that's true. Promote yourself. Uh, but you have seen yep. that uh, Clay, who was on the last couple of episodes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. his family, my family, we went uh, on a fall break trip. We spent a day at Epcot, and we went to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Had a great time at both of those, and then we embarked on a seven day, excuse me, seven night cruise aboard the Disney Fantasy. Uh, now this is not going to be a RTR. We're not going to rehash the entire cruise, though I do have notes and could do that. I guarantee you do. But uh, and, you can, and you can see that if you want that. Yes. On what uh, you post, I, I kind of go into detail day by day on my Facebook page. If you want to look at some some images there, but so now you're holding out on the listeners. <laughs> I mean, I can't show them pictures here. Mm. Just in your mind. I, I don't yeah. think. I don't like this travel agents. I don't think <laughs> listeners want a day by day breakdown of this cruise. But I will say, back in March, when we were, I guess you could say, on show hiatus, mm-hmm. uh, Sissy had said, for we, we had originally planned to go on a Disney cruise in October 2020. Mm-hmm. Pandemic happened. We rescheduled for October 2021. It's still around. We rescheduled for March 2022. And as that cruise got closer, there was a lot of issues about kids' vaccination status that we didn't really want to just mess with. And so we ended up canceling. We got a refund, full refund. And... Toward the end of 22, as things kind of got back to normal with the cruise line, Disney Cruise Line, we, Sissy said she wanted to go on one. And so we found a good price on a spring break cruise out of New Orleans. And so back in the spring, we took a five-night cruise, uh, first ever Disney Disney cruise to Cozumel and Progreso, Mexico, uh, out of New Orleans. Is that where the soup comes from? I'd have no idea. We didn't get off the ship that day, so I did not happen to see any soup factories no soup kitchens no none of those either cozumel cozumel oh no progresso now let me ask you this have either of you ever been on a cruise no like a sunday drive (laughs) a cruise ship oh no no Uh, sissy and i had gone on one back during the if you're around here you know you remember in tennessee we had the flood of 2010 may 2010 yes we went on a three-night carnival cruise um, and I was not impressed. It was not my thing. Now, my wife has cruised with her aunt prior to that, but this was my first two. That was my only experience cruising prior to March. Not a big fan, but we went in March, and if it's any indication of how much we enjoyed it, we we just got back from our second cruise of the year. Um, and as I said, we, went, we did a seven-nighter this time out of Port Canaveral. And so basically, I, I didn't want to rehash this, as you see in the episode title, it's Disney Cruise Line 101. Basically, just wanted to kind of provide some information to the listeners who, this is not something we've covered on the podcast before, but as I will kind of make clear, it has become my preferred way to do Disney. Oh, wow. And can I say, I, I, I think that's because, and I was talking to Clay the other day, and I said, I think that's because Matthew has to sit down and he doesn't have to feel like he has to go, go, go. He said, oh, don't let Matthew trick you with that. And I wish Clay was back on the episode now because he said he said Matthew will lay, sit there for a few minutes and go, "Hey, they're doing coloring over here," or "Hey, they're going over here for doing this." And yeah, and he said it's the same thing as Matthew being at the park. Well, and and we'll get into this, I'm sure. But like Disney cruise, Disney a Disney cruise is great because it's whatever you want it to be. Like you you pay your price, you get on the ship, and if you want to use it to relax by the pool all day every day, you can do that. We right. saw two older ladies. They sat by the the adults-only pool and played cards every day of the trip. I'd see them at a trivia game. But if you want to go to trivia or 
coloring time or animation class or game shows. Like there is so much for you to be involved in on that cruise ship. Uh, and then if somebody in your family doesn't want to do that, they can hang out by the pool or they can go to the spa or they can take a nap in the room. Uh, but you're on the ship, and you can kind of all do your own thing. Can, can I ask this question? What I mean, can they not come up with a better name than adults only? That just sounds kind of risque or something. I mean, they, you know, I understand this just means no kids around. Kids are doing their own thing, which we have a special guest tonight that will tell us more about That's the kids right. part. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I, I'm, and I'm joking, but at the same time, it's like they, they could call it like well, it's, Disney you know, yeah. comes up with creative stuff anyway, so – I don't think it's labeled that. Oh, it's not. There's, but you see signs places like only uh, guests eighteen and older permitted okay. in this area. Okay, and really that's just for for the adults to enjoy. Yes, more the, yes. especially the ones that are there without kids. Which I mean, who would go like to a Disney thing without kids? Yeah, that just sounds lots of people. Not like not like a bunch and, of guys going in February, in yeah. January. You know, <laughs> and and Craig like like we do with Universal. There were plenty of podcasts that I now listen to to maximize my Disney Cruise Line experience. The DCL Duo, Rope Drop on Deck, uh, the DCL Podcast. There's all kind of Disney Cruise Line podcasts just devoted. So if you're looking for more detailed information. Uh, as far as Disney Cruise, you can certainly check out those. I've listened to a number of episodes. They're great shows and very helpful. But I'm just going to try to provide some basics for anybody out there who may be interested in taking uh, a trip on the Disney Cruise Line um, and try to dispel any myths that there may be. Are you like double platinum yet? or I am a silver castaway so that club means you member. Took more than one. Once you have taken one, you are... In the nope, Castaway sorry, Club, get into your basics. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It it basically means I get a lanyard. I got. We all got nice lanyards. Nice lanyards. I, pretty nice lanyards. Okay. Yeah. So guys, let's start it off. What what question might you have having never been on a cruise? What questions might you have? All right. My first question is why why the fantasy? Why why did you choose that ship over? I know there's other ships and other destinations. Um. So. For me, for and is us, this the same ship you took both times? No. So the okay. first, the one we took in March was on the Disney Magic, which is the oldest ship. Disney Cruise Line opened in 1998 with the Magic, and not long after the Wonder. And the Magic and the Wonder are smaller ships. They're older, but they're still in great condition. They've been renovated. We basically chose it because one, it fell on spring break. Two, it was a very affordable option uh, for us. Typically, the older the ship. The, the cheaper the cruise, depending on what kind of room you get. Um, and, and let me say this, there's planning a Disney cruise is, in, in, in one way, it's more complicated than going to Disney World. In one way, it's less complicated. It's complicated in terms of trying to pick a stateroom. We've basically done, both of these trips, we did an inside stateroom. We didn't have a window. No veranda. We didn't have a veranda. And it's because it kind of comes at a significant cost increase. And so for our first one, we just wanted an inside cabin to see how we would like it. And, of course, we loved it. And so we just did an inside cabin this time, saved the money. But the the fantasy, uh, it it fell on fall break for us. It was a pretty good price. And I'll say that if you're looking to cruise, fall is cheaper than spring or summer. Uh, pretty significant spring. For example, this seven-night cruise we went on, on the fantasy, the fantasy was taking, was taking the exact same cruise this coming spring break. And it was going to be 3000 to $3,500 more for our family had we gone on spring break wow so it was a pretty good price for the time of year it's a bigger ship we've had some good friends the browns family you know them yes. very well craig uh they said the fantasy was their favorite ship 
it's a bigger ship, but there was more people. But I thought it did a good job of accommodating. And another main reason we booked this one was it went to Disney's private island, Castaway Key, which not all Disney cruises go to. So when you're oh, okay. yeah, when you're booking a Disney cruise, the price variables are what type of room, what is your cruise itinerary, are you stopping at their private island, uh, and then how new is the ship? Those are the main, and of course time of year. Those are the main variables you're looking at. Right. So the the fantasy it wasn't like oh we've got to go on the fantasy it was that was the it ship fit. that that had a it had a good itinerary and fit our schedule. I think um, on an upcoming episode I think we can rank the ships. You know, like we usually do. We, we rank, might as well. We rank stuff that we don't have any idea about. So let's just rank the ships on one of these episodes. I love it. Might as well. <laughs> and and the, it, with with the cruise, it's obviously a lot different than Disney World. Disney World, you can check in any day of the year. Yeah. Cruise ship, you have to find, okay, it's going to leave on Sunday, and it won't be back till Friday. So it's not like, well, we can't get there on Sunday. Can we join Tuesday? It's right. They have set itineraries. They have set itineraries right now out through the end of 2024. And you, you drove to where to catch the ship? Port Canaveral, which okay. is about 50 to 60 minutes directly to the east of Orlando. Very straight shot from Disney World on a highway all the way there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because you did go to Epcot the day before. And and Disney's port at Port Canaveral is super nice and efficient. It's one thing we noticed in New Orleans. You had to park far away at a garage and had to take a shuttle over. It was just kind of chaotic. Disney's Disney owns this port at Port Canaveral. Uh, they're one terminal, I should say, and so that that was definitely a nice luxury in terms of getting on the ship. Did you want? Because we haven't yet. Did you want to give a shout out to somebody who helped you at Epcot? I did want to give a shout out to our friend Zach Swafford. Zach Swafford is a Disney cast member, and he is friends with some of the characters there. And he helped us get into Epcot uh, that day we were there. So really appreciate Zach, former student of ours. Yep, class of uh, 2018, I believe at HCHS. So thanks, Zach. I just knew you wanted to work. I would have taken him on the ship with us if we could. That's right. That's right. He had to work, I'm sure. He did. He did. Derek, question? (laughs) I know what Derek's question. Derek's question probably like what I'm thinking right now. No, I'm more, you said it's it's easy to get on the ship. So what is, is it it embarkation day? Is that your Embarkation day, yes. Is is your loading day. I've I've never heard that word even said before. What did you say? Embarkation. That's okay. when you embark. It's when your ship leaves I, the port. I get the embark, but I've never heard of embarkation. Yes, embarkation day is what it's called. Okay. So basically, depending on your castaway club status, 30 to 35 days before you get on the ship, you have to do online check-in. Now, that's a pain, and I'm not going to go into the details of that, but you got to have a picture of your passport. you got to have a selfie, like a headshot um, to do all your online glamour check-in. Shot? For the whole family. Yes, for like everybody. A, and a glamour not shot. Not a glamour shot. They'd have passports for the kids, too? So, I know you don't want to get into it, but I'm just. Well, you don't necessarily have to have a passport if you're leaving from the United States and coming back. But okay. If there was something to happen, and let's say you're in Jamaica and you need a doctor, mm-hmm. you need your passport. So sure. we went ahead and got the passports, which was an expensive venture. Those aren't cheap, I found out. But you <laughs> or but, easy to get. No, but you can have like a birth certificate and like right driver's license, and right. that would work. But it's just nice to have the passport. And so you have a port arrival time, you go through the terminal, they check your ID and everything, kind of like at the airport. Um, they'll, they'll deliver your bags to your stateroom for you, drop them off there at the terminal. And then you just kind of cruise through. And then, of course, when you get on the ship, they say the Disney Fantasy welcomes the Dotson family. Oh, and everybody wow. claps and you go into the big atrium. And it's really cool. So what 
like, but you have like a, a boarding time. Yes. Uh, you have a port arrival time, and they're they're kind of strict with that, kind of not. Yeah. Um, they just don't want everybody showing up at the terminal at the same time. And then once you're on the ship, with the exception of a four o'clock safety drill the day that you board, uh, it is free. You are free to do whatever you want to do. And that's and called muster. The muster drill. Yeah. Which not used mustard. Muster. Muster. Yeah. Which is a big headache, but you know it is what it is. I get why they. I have like to do mustard. It. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't like the drill, but you would. Like they do mustard. have they do have mustard on the ship. Mustard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you uh, your rooms? Okay. How big are they? Tiny. They, okay, that's all. They are. They are tiny. <laughs> did you have, a, ba- did you have a balcony like a, a or were you kind no, of? No, he said inside. He had inside. That's right. That's right. Sorry, Mister. Now this may be too much information, but oh, you can no. shave, brush your teeth, do your hair in the mirror, all while sitting on the commode. And you evidently you attempted that. I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I did that. And you can turn the water on for your shower. Like, the bathrooms are tiny. I do, ha- I do have to duck in the shower. Sounds like being in a camper. Now, it, they do have deluxe staterooms that are a little bigger. Um, you know, if you have a family of five, you have to get one of those. If you get a veranda room, those are bigger. But it is tight quarters. And But for our family of four, it's it's been good. Um, the only place really to put your your luggage is under the bed. Like, the bed is elevated. You come in, there's a bed and a couch. And you're like, where's everybody going to sleep? Well, your stateroom host, which is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life, they come in in the morning, every single morning, they put your room back together. You come back from dinner in the evening, and they have turned your, they've turned it into a bedroom. They have a bunk bed that comes out of the ceiling. That couch turns into a bed. And so two times a day, your room is getting cleaned wow. and put together. And the stateroom hosts are phenomenal. I don't know when they ever rest. Uh, ours was, wow. I can't even remember his name, Ricardo. Thank you. We, a special guest told me that. Ricardo was our stateroom host, and he was outstanding. And and that's... So they do this while you're in bed? Like, hey, time to get up. Got to no. figure it out. You can put a do not disturb sign on the door just like any time. Ricardo's mad because he's, he's uh, got his set. Yeah. But you come back, and every night they've... They've designed a blanket and towel animal and put chocolates on your pillow and put the, I mean, it's just, they have, they put out the little ladder so that the kids can get up to the top bunk. And so the rooms are tiny, yeah. but it, it has on-demand TV. I mean, we watched a bunch of Disney animated classics. Um, we, we don't spend a whole lot of time in the room other than just to kind of relax and we're usually out of the room, but you sleep great because it's pitch dark on those interior oh, I bet. rooms. Like you can't, there's, you don't know what's going on. We'll do the same thing for you at Tinker Bear Travels. We'll come in. Yeah. And, well, I mean, will you get up and leave? Fluff, yeah. Fluff your pillow. <laughs> yeah, we'll set everything up for you. Eat your chocolate. <laughs> and I, and I do want to say this. So I, I definitely don't want to forget this. We've we've mentioned over the years how the customer service at Disney is not what it once was. It is there on the cruise ships. I did have some issues with guest services this time, but. As far as our serving staff at any restaurant, overly friendly. The stateroom host, overly friendly. Anyone you encounter on the ship, very, very accommodating. Uh, that that level of Disney customer service is there, on, at least on both the cruises we've been on. So because they work on tips. That well, you you have uh, <laughs> you do prepaid gratuities. Mm-hmm. So there's three members of your wait staff and your stateroom host that you prepaid gratuities. Uh, and then, of course, if they do a good job, you can throw in extra, which we did uh, for a couple of them. So, since but you, you're right, yeah. But they're—I mean—they're exceedingly nice. Since you brought up wait staff, let's talk about what we what we're really here to talk about. Tell us about eating. Woo! 
Did you eat right when you got on? Um, well, we went out and played a little shuffleboard. The board, the boys wanted to play shuffleboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got on before the Chesters. Our boarding are you time sure was different. Your children aren't like sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> we we were a little ahead of the Chesters, so we were texting them, trying to gauge where they were, and then we went. Uh, to Cabana's for the buffet lunch. And Cabana's is where you will gain as much weight as you want to gain. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffet. It's not open all day, all night, Mm -hmm. but at certain times, uh, we started off with, oh my goodness, we had crab and shrimp and lamb and pizza and steak and chicken and lo mein. I mean, it was... And it wasn't just like you at one meal you had steak. and one meal you No, that's at the first meal. Yes. And the thing about Cabanas too is the menu changes every day. Like they oh, have certain nice. things that stay on the on the buffet, but every day they're provo- they're putting new dishes out, which is just oh my goodness. And the thing about the cruise, and this is I think true for all cruises, is all of your meals are included. As much as you want to eat, Craig, all you can eat. That's worth going right there. On the seven night cruise, I gained seven pounds, and on the five That's night all? on the five night cruise back in March, I gained seven pounds. Well, on this one, I was running. I was trying to run oh. some. They do have a running track on deck four, which you'll want to use, Craig. Oh, thank you. Yes. But um, So you didn't do any of the premium eating done? In March, we did not. This being a longer cruise, and I specifically said mom for my birthday, which was a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I want to take Sissy to Paulo, mm-hmm. which is an adults-only 18-plus dining experience. <laughs> And we went to Palo, and it was a fabulous experience. We it, it's it's now fifty dollars a person. We bought it when it was forty five dollars a person. I mean, it, it's a it's a nice date day. You don't you definitely don't have to do it. It was it one of the best meals I've ever eaten. Yes, uh, we did brunch there, and I can do a whole show probably on Palo. But um, it's a nice plus if you're looking to do something nice with just you and that special someone. And Clay kept bragging on the ice cream machine. That's what he kept saying that. <laughs> The well, soft serve. they're not like the McDonald's ice cream machine. <laughs> they you know, work. <laughs> I think the soft serve. So let me say this: all you all you can eat soft serve, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, banana, mango. They had uh, mint chocolate so- soft serve back in the spring, and you could you could swirl any of those, uh, and that was a big hit with our guest. And if it's okay, guys, let, you want to just go ahead and bring him on? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's be fine. Um, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in Grim Grinning Guys history, uh, I have we have well we didn't necessarily invite him; he just happened to be here. <laughs> we have we have brought on Bruin Dotson, our oldest son. He's going to be ten in three weeks. Bruin, how are you, buddy? Very good. Are you excited to talk about your time on the Disney Fantasy? Kind of. Kind of. Not really. Now he's gotten nervous. A little. Well, <laughs> Derek's got a lot of questions for you here. Okay. Well, what what do you want to say about the soft serve first? Spot on. Spot on. Yeah. How many? What co- was your favorite? Soft uh, serve of the ice cream. Uh huh. I like the chocolate. Chocolate. Did you try the mango? Yeah, I tried every flavor. They were all good though, right? Well, I didn't try banana. Then you didn't try every flavor. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go ahead, start off ask you a question here, Bruin. Okay. I want to know all about the kids' club. Is a kids' club is what they call it, or the kids? They are they're referred to as youth clubs. Mm-hmm. So you have the Oceaneers Club and the Oceaneers Lab, which is both both of those are for ages three through twelve. Mm-hmm. No additional charge. Now you do have to register the kids the day you get on, and they will give them a magic band, and they use that to kind of keep track of them in the club. Yeah. 
So, Brune, I'm going to give kind of some of the logistics, then you can talk about all the fun stuff you did. Sound okay. good? Okay. Um, so that's for three, ages 3 through 12. Not a big difference between the two. Sometimes they'll close one and keep the other one open if there's not as many people in there. Sometimes they'll open them both up. And then they have Edge, which is for ages 11 through 14. Clay's son, Braden, and his nephew, Cooper, spent a lot of time in Edge. A lot. But they were also of the age that they could stay in the Oceaneers Club. And then they have Vibe, which is for 13 through 18, 13 through 17 year olds, um, 14 through 17 year olds, which is like a teen club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so each of those youth clubs, they have events planned all day, every day. Now, the kids can partake in those events or they can kind of do their own thing in the kids club. Derek, your question about the clubs? My question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek's not prepared for this tonight. What, what the question you always have about a club? I mean, the, the, you got the kids club, you got the adult, the the teen club, whatever. I mean, okay, uh, where the bouncers mean? <laughs> I thought you was going <laughs> to ask what happens in the club stays in the club. Well, that's that's for him to if he that yeah. was in case he didn't want to answer something. Oh, I get you, I get you. That, uh, okay. There's like some battles between the clubs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. No. Some kind of dance battle, or <laughs> now the, the adults cannot go in these kids clubs unless it's an uh, open house. Untrue. Unless it's an open house, and when it's open house, you can go in and check it out. That's um, neat. But it's a kids only space, and and Bruin, the, the people that work in there, what are they called? The counselors. The counselors. The counselors, and you've you've met some pretty cool counselors in there, right? Really cool. Did you have a favorite? Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, we, we saw Brandon one of the last nights. He said, oh, I know this group. They're, uh, we, I think he'd been playing ball with y'all or something. But Four square. Four square. So tell us, uh, what are some of the things that you – because there would be times – the first crews were like, oh, well, Brune and Keegan like the kids' club. And it was like they're, they're angry because I'm up there at 11.55 at night. It's open for five more minutes. And they're like, why are you, why are you taking us out of the kids' club? Uh, they wanted to stay till close, but uh, there were times where we couldn't get y'all out of there. What are y'all doing in that kids club that's so much fun? Well, last time we didn't, I didn't know they had four square, but I so I did four square this time, Gaga ball, and I can't remember everything they had. They had Uno card games and stuff like that. Uh, so you played yeah. some video games in there too, right? A little, yeah. There was a Wii. You played some Mario Kart. I didn't play Wii. I did a bunch of Mario. Kart. Oh, okay, yeah. How many how many kids are in this club? I mean, I mean roughly. You don't have to like exact number. I, I mean, would say it could hold like a hundred. Oh, maybe? really? More than that. More See, than that. In my mind, I just can't wrap my mind around this ship being that big. But I mean, it, it's huge. It's just what what would you I mean, What would be the size? Oh you my could goodness! Just, like it. I don't know. It was a. How do you get into it? There was some. I read that there we were close to a full clue, full cruise, and there was about four thousand guests, and then there are fifteen hundred staff on the fantasy. Good grief! So fifteen hundred just in staff, and then another four thousand or so guests. Now there were times where we'd go to pick them up from the kids' club. It was slammed in there. I mean, it was a madhouse. And then there'd be other times a day, just kind of depending on the time of the day and if you're in port or at sea. The yeah. sea days they're very busy. Because on port oh, days, yeah. you've got people out exploring the islands. We've got to where we really like just staying on the ship on port days. Yes. Because that's when you can kind of do some of the stuff and it's not as crowded. So how many roughly, how many cast members or crew members are in like kids club? There's usually four to four to eight checking people in and out, depending on how busy just it is. checking people in and out. And then there are, I don't know, a dozen in the kids club. 
more? Way, way more. Way more? There's like a dozen in each. Oh, so, so a dozen in the lab and a dozen in the club? Yeah, and then they have this hallway mm-hmm. that they have like two or three playing Uno, yep. Connect Four, and uh. That's awesome. Like and, yeah, the, the, lab and, the lab and the club has a hallway that connects them, so they can kind of go back and forth between the two. Uh, but there would be days where we would not see the boys for three or four hours. They would stay in the kids' club. We'd go get them to get a meal, to feed them, and then they'd want to go back to the kids' club. So, Bruin, where is your uh, tattoo? I did not get one. Oh, that's a different thought, cur- That's a different cruise. Oh, I thought you were part of the club now. So that's... And that, that was our original thought is, well, how much are we even going to get to be in the 18-plus area of the ship, or will we have the kids? But they kind of... Uh, I mean, from day one, kind of fell in love with those kids' clubs. And, you know, not only that, I think, in Bruin, maybe you can talk about this, but you make friends oh, yeah. in the kids' club that yeah. you kind of hang out with the rest of the crews. Well, not every day because you don't always see them because yeah. there's, like, thousands of people. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, pretty much. So you didn't meet anybody you had the same meal times with or anything? Not uh, this time. Last time, we met people from Minnesota. We just met them on the cruise um, at dinner the first night. We saw them and we started talking to them. Mm-hmm. And we became really good friends. And so we call them sometimes. And that, yeah. We, you they telling you mentioned them on the uh, show. And, and shout out to my friend Patrick Sunderland. He lives in Minnesota. He listens to our show. Back in March, yeah. we met them on the ship. Eli and, and Leo. Uh, he actually texted me when, we, when our new episode came out a few weeks ago. And I was very impressed that he had actually, remember, he said he actually got off the ship and started following us. And he was surprised when a new show dropped. <laughs> um, yeah. They're, um, the kids' names are Eli and Leo. Yeah. Do you know cool. their mom's name? Ashley, I think. So, Ashley. hello to the Sunderland so family. This, this, yeah. isn't, this isn't Patrick. <laughs> off. No, off, not off sword. Okay, no. Just make sure. About Man, no. that's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, they and they've they Facetimed five or six times since March, and we we need cool. to do that again. So, yeah, that, that's what's cool is I, I kind of compared being on the cruise ship this last time, like going to a week of camp, mm-hmm. and like when it's over, you you kind of seen the same people, and you've ate near the same people, and you've had the same servers, and then it's time to go home, and everybody's just really sad, and you have made good relationships. Yeah, for yeah, yes, bro. Um, the thing in uh, the, uh, the kids' club, like the main area in both sides, they had this thing called the Magic Play Floor, mm-hmm. floor and we do a bunch of events there. It could change colors. It mm-hmm. would have. They had this laser game, and there were there were multiple lasers around, and they'd circle, and you had to jump and couldn't touch the lasers, and they also had this thing. It would the, li- the floor lights up, right? Yeah. Keep talking. In case you can't tell, Bruin is my son. <laughs> the one doing all the talking. One more thing from the kids' club. They had a bunch of these little rooms that you could go into. Yep. Like Toy Story room. Yeah. Uh, um, they had a Star, Mar- a Star Wars command they center. Had, they had this own thing. You could, like, the little thing, like, you could drive. The Millennium Falcon, The right? Millennium Th- Falcon. Yep. Cool. And it wasn't just a Millennium Falcon. It was like a Starfighter. Yeah. And th- there's areas where you can draw. I mean, there's there's something for every... It was a place where you can just sit on a beanbag and watch movies. So if you... I mean, there's all kinds of... You, kids can do whatever they want to in there. Something on this this ship that was really cool, and they do it on the Dream too, 
They didn't have it on the Magic. It's called the Midship Detective Agency. So fun. And it's like a, <laughs> it's like a, well, tell us about it. What's it like? Halfly impossible. It's like a scavenger hunt yes, almost, right? Yes, but it's very hard. You get a, a little card with like a, kind of like a barcode and paintings throughout the ship come to life. And you'll hold up a barcode. It's kind of like Sorcerer's of the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. for those they, who, they who had did these that. Foot things that. They had these foot things so you know that this, it was the right yep. spot. You, you stand on that little marker like you would at Sorcerer's of the Magic Kingdom. You hold up the card and the picture comes to life and it would like give you a clue. And so one of the ones we did, it was like try to ke- figure out who stole the missing puppies of the Dalmatians. Yes. And there's like seven villains it could be, and you use the clues to solve the mystery. And there's like three different versions of the game, two of them with Disney characters, one of them with the Muppets. We didn't do the Muppets when we didn't have time, which we didn't even really do that to the last couple of days. But, yeah, because uh, I, I, I didn't know they had it until like the last three or four days. Yeah. And then the third last night, I didn't have time to do it. So that's that's something else that's really cool. Um, Brew and his friend Bryson were able to do that on their own. I helped Keegan and Brody do it. Uh, I probably had more fun with it than How they did. How long would that take? We, I think, by the an hour, it, about an hour. Now there'll be d- sometimes on the ship where you're waiting in line, mm-hmm. just like I, I never did. Sorcerers the Magic Kingdom, right? But from what I gather, this was very simple. You, which you did, Sorcerers, yes. didn't you? Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it was cool, and, and you got to see parts of the ship you wouldn't have otherwise see. You get plenty of steps in. But yeah, about an hour, hour and a half to finish a mission. We got off track with the dining. We talked about the buffet. Right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about rotational dining. You all familiar with this term? Nashville has a rotating restaurant, or they used so to. So the, the restaurants don't actually rotate. Oh, I was thinking like progressive dinner. Or uh, the, uh, uh, what's that one at? Of living with the land, that Garden Grill. Yeah. yeah, Garden Grill rotates. Yeah. So, guys, you know how when you go to Disney World, you got to like it's better than rational eating. I don't like rational eating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Ration. So, why the freedom? Why did you get on the freedom? What? <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, so, you know, you go to Disney World, you gotta you gotta make all those pesky dining reservations, yeah. and then you gotta pay for it all mm-hmm. when you get there. When you get on the Disney cruise ships, you have a set dining time every night. You know exactly what ro- what restaurant you're going to be in. You show up five minutes before that dining time. You're seated immediately. There is no wait. And so you, so you don't have to worry about that. Every Disney cruise ship has three rotational dining restaurants. On this ship, it was Animator's Palette, Enchanted Garden, Royal Court. And, and we, I'm not going to go into the breakdown, but again, a different menu every night. So we started with Enchanted Garden. We went Enchanted Garden, Royal Court, Animator's Palette, Enchanted Garden, Royal Court, Animator's Palette, Enchanted Garden. So the, these are just for separate. Cabanas is just lunch. Yes. Now, you, Cabanas is open during dinner hours. Okay. You don't have to go to your reserve time, yeah. but it's there. So and what it's, if you don't go? Do you get in trouble? No. You can just uh, now. It, it is a courtesy to let your wait staff know, hey, we don't plan to come tomorrow night because, like, some people will go to Paulo or, or Remy or somewhere else. Uh, but we've always done the the reserve time. They have an early seating. They have a late seating. On our first one, we we booked the cruise so late, we got stuck with late seating, which isn't until eight fifteen, and we didn't think we would like it. But we're big fans of the late seating, aren't we, Bruin? Yeah, because then we have extra time before to do stuff. Yes. Now, is is there entertainment at everyone the show, the dinners? So, not really. Animator's Palette kind of provides some entertainment. Um, on the Magic, there was Rapunzel's Royal Table. Rapunzel and Flynn Rider came out and did some shows. We were we, we had a party of 11, and we all sat together. 
the dinner could be anywhere from an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes. It's a pretty long, but you get, again, Craig, you can order anything you want to off the menu. So there was one night I ordered two appetizers, two bowls of soup, mm. two entrees, two desserts. Then I tried a third entree. Uh, I mean, it's all as much as you want. And and see, this is I don't believe that you only gained seven pounds. Uh, and I this, did. I, I, I'm telling you, I ran a lot of miles, too. This is definitely something else. Forget the races. This this is what I, that's more my style right yeah. there. Yeah. Also with that rotational dining, your servers rotate with you. So mm. our our head server, his name was Dragon. Dragon. He was from Serbia. Yeah. Super nice. The boys loved him. I don't think this Raphael. D R A G A N. Yes. Dragon. Uh, Dragon. The the assistant server was Raphael. Raphael. And so we saw them on the you're first the, night. You're the Ninja Turtles server. Yeah. That's kind of cool. We had the we had. They were there at Enchanted Garden on the first night. They were there at Royal Court on the second oh, night. Awesome. And, and they changed their dressing with the theme. So second night was formal night. They were dressed up in formal attire. Pirate night, they were wearing pirate gear. There was a pirate menu. Animator's palette. They had like anime, like they doll had, yep. and ties. Yep. And um, How? if you go on a cruise, I'd recommend going on a Thursday if they had that day. So you can have churro Mickey waffles. That's right. <laughs> they do have churro Mickey waffles, Derek, at Cabana's yes. one day of the cruise. Nice. How formal is formal night? It says formal optional. So People wear suits. The, yeah, some people wear suits. Some ladies wear prom dresses. We wore button-up and khakis. Um, okay. And then some people won't even go that formal. But uh, it's they're they're not like very strict. No, I'm, jacket, I'm just only. now my mind's going yep. everywhere now. I mean, how what? So the crew members are there for this, the whole. I mean, they're not getting off yep. the ship anywhere. And so and when do we they get, have off time that they can like chill and take it easy on the ship uh, too? Are they not much. Our oh. sir, our server, you know, Dragon said. Of course, he serves at dinner every night. Two seatings at dinner because he's doing the early seating too. Right. And then he would either work at Cabana's for breakfast or lunch. So they they work another one during the day, and that's and then our ship docked at seven thirty at Port Canaveral. Another cruise was taking out that afternoon. Wow! And so depending on the type of contracts, they may sign a six month contract. And you said Dragon was finishing up a six month. He uh, was twenty six years. He'll be done in January. He's worked on various cruise lines, and he is he is finally getting getting out. So uh, that's awesome. The the dinners were outstanding the food quality was great uh the desserts i think i I gained i gained weight solely on the desserts because i'm not a dessert eater but i had at least two desserts every night well i got one more question Derek may have one more but my my final question is so seven days out there how many days were you do you get motion sickness i know cc does i typically don't the first night i started to but after that my body i think adjusted now the last night the ship was rocking. What? And I know Clay Dad. said that probably next time for a choice they would rather be the middle of the ship because they were yes. one of the ends. We were on the forward. So Craig, there's forward and there's aft. I still don't of know. The, I still don't know the difference between starboard and port. Yeah. Uh, but we were forward, forward and aft, like almost at the very front of the ship on deck five. So we were down low. Mm-hmm. So we were catching a lot of motion that last night, especially in March. We were midship. And it was perfect. Like was I, I never perfect. No, yeah. Well, I felt a little rocking, a little like you could tell, kind of. Yeah. Well, did, did Sissy like? Did she take Dramamine or? I mean, she just she took some Dramamine. If you're if you're worried about motion sickness, stay midship. Maybe splurge for a balcony. But 
it's in different parts of the ship you'll feel it too. Like mm-hmm. I typically, the restaurants for whatever reason are at the aft, they're at the back of the ship, and so you kind of feel it sometimes when you're sitting down. Like you'd see the water kind of tilting in your glass sometimes. Oh yeah, but for the most part, I mean, I, even Sissy being kind of prone to motion sickness didn't. I don't think she felt it very much during the course of the cruise. Good that, question. That, that, well, I just like I said, for me, that's what I think about because we've talked about a cruise. But I just don't know if Misty can handle it. The, I mean, they've got those motion sickness patches. You see, you see a lot of people wearing those. That's what Jim Heron said. He's been on one before, and that's kind of what he did is some patches. Yep. And, and he said, you know, the first time he thought he'd be fine, and he said he got pretty sick. But he said from then on, he wore those patches. And was there, okay. there is a lot of truth to having to get your sea legs right. And so after that first night, I was fine. Now the day after we got back, I still felt like I was on a ship. I remember you saying that? Yeah. I was like, of course we were th- we were there for a week, so we were there for a while. But I mean, I was like rocking back and forth, just walking down the hall. Tell us real quick before you leave about the island. What's I, I'm I'm interested about the island. The island had like so well, you. It's it's Castaway Key. It's, it's Disney's ca- private island. It's go ca- ahead. It's Castaway Key, and. They spell Castaway Key very weirdly. They spell Key C A Y. Oh yeah, like a K, uh, like a yeah, yeah K. And so they and we should have gone early to the slides, but we didn't. So there was a big line, and you had to swim out there to the slides. How, how big is that one? Is it like size of Centerville? Is it like size of? Most I don't of it know is the size of Cinderbit. <laughs> is it size of Most of it's unoccupied. It's mainly one big stretch of beach that you spend. There's also an 18 plus beach, Serenity Bay they call it. Oh. We did not go to that. They had kids club on the uh, island and it was awesome cuz it was all sand and they had a splash pad yep. and four square football. So you can check your kids into that on the island as well. And there's characters I'm sure on the island. There's characters on the boat. Yep. There's characters. Oh everywhere. yeah. Characters everywhere. Well, and, characters and they're changing the their costumes every day. Oh neat. Um, so and this was a Halloween on the high seas cruise where one night they really celebrate Halloween. Now they have music and decorations the rest of the time but that particular night uh, the characters were wearing their Halloween costumes. Pirate That's nights, right. they were dressed up in their pirate gear. Formal night, they were dressed. Mickey was wearing a tuxedo, and then on Castaway Key, they were wearing their beach gear. So it's like every day they're bringing out a different you kind of could, costume. You can rent stuff to go scuba dive. I mean, <laughs> snorkeling, snorkeling, and snorkeling. They had these statues, like they had big round buoys, mm-hmm. orange and white. white. They have a designated snorkeling area, and it's a pretty good size. Uh, but, I mean, our boys were even able to get out there and snorkel, and you see all kinds of fish. There was a Prince Eric statue in the water, like you see in a the... A Daisy Duck. Daisy Duck statue. There was a Mickey Mouse statue. There were multiple, like, little... There was an old Dumbo ride car down there, uh, like a, a Dumbo elephant. <laughs> I heard there, they put some of those... A, bound, yeah. there was a they can- found a way to dispose of it, I there guess. There were, yeah, like, but, multiple cannons. Yeah. So, it, and it was cool. Clean beach to play on. Good food. Uh, the name of the restaurant was Cookies. They had this serving barbecue. It was excellent. Soft serve on the island. They had this obstacle course. Like it was like yeah, only for, for your hands. Mm-hmm. Well, no, a girls could do it. Well, I no, guess they could. <laughs> one on one, not two. Yeah. So you go. So you'd swim over there. I would say seven feet or more water. And one was impossible. Two are very easy. And they'd give you horrible blisters. <laughs> <laughs> Typically with a lot of the ports If you want to get out and really Explore the ports safely You have to book an excursion through Disney Which can get kind of pricey Right. 
castaway key you can walk off now we rented some snorkel equipment but you can just get off and enjoy the beach you don't have to pay extra to do that and it's just a quick walk whereas a lot of these other islands you're having to shuttle somewhere for 30 to 45 minutes right so yeah castaway key very nice now you do pay a premium to you'll you'll notice the cruises that go there tend to cost a little more than ones that don't but they do have a new island opening next year Derek, called lighthouse point and they actually have some cruises that are going to go to both private islands so oh it looks like a fun itinerary that that's i'm interested now that's that's great especially so all you can eat food uh, yes. Okay. Yes, to reiterate. On the island, too. On the island, yeah. too, yes. Well, guys, I, I know we're we're reaching, uh, we're getting close to the hour mark here, and we can revisit Disney Cruise Line at some point. I'm sure I've forgotten a lot of things. Uh, I, I alluded to it earlier. You use the Cruise Line, nav- the Disney Navigator app while you're on the ship, and that's what I really like about cruising is you can pay for an internet package, or you can just connect to the Disney Wi-Fi and only use the app. And they have a messaging system in that app. So like Sissy and I and the Chessers, we could keep up with each other. But being out there at sea, I'm totally disconnected. Unlike at Walt Disney World where I'm constantly on the phone booking things, booking things. Now, they'll have anywhere from 150 to 200 events scheduled on the ship every day. Uh, I mentioned earlier trivia games, drawing classes. We were big fans of trivia. We went to several of those. Coloring time for the kids, game shows. Uh, I understand you learned how to draw characters? Yes. I did a Mickey Mouse drawing class and a Pluto drawing class. Have they called you yet? Um, Not yet, no. Um, They have crafts throughout the day, arts and crafts type of things. Of course, they've got a spa that you can go and for extra, for an additional charge, you can get a you can get a massage or manicure or something like that. Derek probably wants a manicure mm-hmm. while he's on the ship. Pedicure. Um, they've got movies showing all day. Of course, they've got the pool. We didn't even talk about the aqueduct slide, which is like a water coaster. I saw a mini golf course. Uh, around the ship. Mini goofy golf. they got basketball. I mean, just so much to do if you're wanting to do that. But again, you, then you don't or – you, or you could do nothing. Is a Disney cruise kind of like going to Disney Park? You can't really just go there and not do anything. Because if you do, you kind of feel like, I should just take another cruise. Yeah, I mean, if you're not, in my opinion, if you're not wanting to immerse yourself in the Disney part of the cruise, then just go on a Carnival or Royal Caribbean cruise. Because, and, and I need to say this, I mean, Disney cruises do cost more than those. Sure. Just like going to Disney World costs more than going to an average, uh, just a regular theme park. Right. So, I mean, I feel like you need to embrace the things that are Disney that they have going on. Like, we, we, we met some characters, I and mean, we got a lot of good pictures with characters. I want to say this, too. I was with Brody and Keegan one night. And we met Jack and Sally. Now, what do you? How long do you wait to meet Jack and Sally at the Halloween party? Four hours. Yeah, we waited one minute. Wow. We walked up. There was one family in line, and I asked him. I said, "Is the line closed?" He said, "No, come on." And we were the last family to meet him. We walked up and and got the boys' picture with Jack and Sally. Waited one minute. That's awesome. Which is just rare. they met Captain Jack Sparrow. So the line was closing. It was closing, <laughs> but still, it was so short. Um, I got to meet Captain Hook and Smee. It's always my favorite. So they have some unique characters on there. Some of them you would have to wait for a while. Uh, they did have like Mickey, I'm sorry, Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle dressed up as the Sanderson sisters. I was not getting in that line. It was ridiculously long. <laughs> you know, meeting the characters, going to the Buena Vista Theater. We saw the new Haunted Mansion in the theater. Oh, neat. On the, like 1030 at night on the Halloween. What was your take night? on that? I loved it. You, yeah. you nailed it. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Um, way better than the first one. But uh, no, we we loved. The, I love the haunted mansion, 
and you know they've got they had pretty new movies, but you can go any time of the day in there, and they're showing a movie. It's I just love going to the movie theater. Uh, the one thing that's not included in the price is popcorn. You do have to pay for popcorn. Wow. But it's like $2. They do have bingo if you want to gamble. Uh, you can you can buy some bingo cards. And then I have to say one of the highlights, the Broadway shows that they have on these ships. They do, I think every ship does three of them. Um, the three Broadway shows that we saw were Aladdin, a musical spectacular, Frozen, a musical spectacular, and then Believe, which featured musical numbers and characters from Sword in the Stone, Mary Poppins, Jungle Book, P- Princess and the Frog, Lion King. And these are, I mean, they're about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes long, but you're in a nice theater. And it's, I mean, it's as good as something that you would That's see on Broadway. Awesome. And man, they are, a, they are a highlight. So you don't want to miss those if you go. I had one more question. So all you can eat food. <laughs> all you can eat food. Man. And, Craig, even the popcorn refills, once you buy a refillable bucket, are pretty cheap. Really? Now, one tip. Not free. Um, I'm going to take the bucket and fill it with soft serve ice cream. One, <laughs> we did see people taking cups <laughs> and loading them up. One tip, if you go, take your Disney refillable mug because, uh, you know, they, they sell drinks outside of the theater, but you have to buy them. But you can go up top to the pool deck and go to the refillable drink station and walk right in. No so you're problem. buying refillable mugs on on the cruise. You brought you can with bring, you. We brought them with us. Oh, okay. Great. I ended up buying one uh, just because I thought it looked cool. Yeah. But it was it was like ten bucks. But we brought ours from home, and you know you can bring water bottles from home. People people fill those up. I guess yeah. once you're on the boat, I mean it's it. They know you're there, and they know that it's all paid for anyway, so it doesn't yep. matter. And and it's very easy now. It's very easy to just charge things to your room. You just they scan your card. What and, are you charging? Well, uh, popcorn, popcorn and uh, <laughs> popcorn. I, I bought a couple things at the gift shop. Okay, bought a bought a shirt, and then of course your gratuities are on there. They apply your excursion costs, which we can talk about that another time. But mm-hmm. uh, we got off the boat and did an excursion in Jamaica. Just kind of went for a little beach break. Uh, walked around Cozumel just a little bit. Uh, we also stopped at Grand Cayman, but the Chesters got off the ship that day. We didn't. Uh, but we 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 just try to enjoy the ship because there's so much that's offered. Um, I would just, I just got a picture in my mind of getting off the ship and the ship leaving me, and then I'm just stuck wherever. <laughs> They're very. They remind you multiple times what t- what time the ship okay. is leaving. Okay. Kyle almost got left. No, he did not. <laughs> we didn't know where he was. <laughs> he could have found his way back. Kyle could. But uh, hopefully that's, I mean, that's a lot of information. I, yeah. And I don't, it's it's hard to, I don't know, it's hard to describe what's so cool. It's just a, it's like Disney, but without the stress of Disney World. We The day before we got on the ship, we went to the Halloween party. And we had driven down there and just parking at Magic Kingdom, getting to Magic Kingdom, signing up for the virtual queue for Tron. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's It's gotten to be such a hassle. There is some sticker shock when booking the cruise, but when you consider everything that you're getting, and I mean, you you can literally get on that ship and not spend a dime other than tips if you don't want to, hmm. um, and eat all you want. And yes, Craig. Okay, Derek. Any other questions? I don't. All this right? I'm kind of. I'm good. We pick up Matthew quite a bit, but all joking aside, if you have more questions, email Matthew. I mean, and, and he'll be glad to yeah. help you help you plan one or just tell you all about it. So. Uh, I've had three or four families this week just kind of reach out and say, hey, we'd like just some numbers on a, on a cruise. And 
And anytime I, I'm, I'm glad to offer people estimates and numbers, and nobody's, you know, you're never obligated to book. And the email anything. again is travel.com or just send us a message and we can address yeah. it here on the show. Send us on, on Groom Because again, there's a lot of, lot of information out there. A lot of better information than I can provide. It, our, our email is a little bit easier, groomgreenguys at gmail.com. I, I will say, for those of you out there who have gone to Disney World, I think it's at least worth trying a Disney cruise. And even if you don't go on one of the bigger or newer ships, even if you don't go to their private island, like our first one was out of New Orleans to Progresso and Cozumel, not two really popular ports on the oldest ship they have, and, and we were hooked. So... You know, take find a, a a cheap cruise, give it a try, just to see what you think. I think you're going to love it. That's my thoughts. I love it, and I haven't even been. Yeah, <laughs> sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds awesome. <laughs> Bruin's still here. Well, guys, it's time for a segment we like to call oh, Grim Grim Grinny Grinny. Bruin has asked to join us for this one, and well, he can't figure out he's, he's already grabbing the mic. Yes, I will, sir. I, will, I will ask the question. Okay. Because I want to hear your guys' answer. Other than all you can eat food, because obviously that's at the top of your list. Yo, I've Craig. got that. I've got that. Um, hearing about Disney Cruise Line, what do you think would appeal? What do you think you would enjoy the most going on a Disney cruise? Um, and I, I kind of mentioned my answer. I, not. I I enjoy everybody being able to do their own thing like at the parks you kind of have to stick together on the cruise ship the boys can go to the kids club sissy can go to the pool i can go to trivia games i really enjoy the fact that we can be on the ship and we don't have to stay together the whole time that everybody got to do their own thing what do you think appeals to you guys the most that would that would really get you to say okay i want to go on this cruise ship I'm going to go with uh, entertainment, uh, the shows, the movies. I like that kind of thing. So we we enjoy watching live shows. And so yeah. just, just that stuff gets me. I'm not – I would go on, on some of the excursions probably, but not, not overly, probably more like y'all and mm-hmm. enjoy the ship when it's empty. Yeah. Um, so, so entertainment would probably be my biggest thing besides food. And one other thing, Derek, Bruin kind of mentioned it to me earlier. They have the Broadway shows, and then they have variety acts. So one night there was a ventriloquist and a comedian. Cool. She was funny. Another night there was a juggler. He was funny. The boy, boys like that. Bruin, you want to go before Craig? What Hi. appeals to you the most? Yes. What? Uh, like you said, the kids club, but also like the stops, because I couldn't imagine just going on a boat <laughs> doing nothing. You like getting off the boat for a little bit. Well, it helps with the fresh air not moving the entire time. Yeah. But I still like the boat a bunch. And you get to say you've been to Jamaica and you've been to Mexico. Yeah, and and Grand Cayman. Yeah. And Disney's private island. That's right. Did you get your passport stamped? No, but I did get a tattoo. I did get a tattoo. (laughs) That's not true, listeners. (laughs) Craig, what about you? That is your son, Matthew. Being on a ship, I'm, I'm one of those, I, I think the phobia I have is being in a place you can't get out of. Like a cave. Yeah. Like when I was in a cave one time, I just I just got this mind, if something bad happened right now, I'm stuck here forever. And a boat kind of falls in that with me. Because <laughs> you're out in the middle of the ocean, you don't I, see anything from anywhere. Uh-huh. So I think the thing that appeals to me the most, besides all you can eat food, because I'll, I'll take my chances, 
uh, is is Castaway K. I think I would love to, yeah. to see that and to experience that. And like you said, the scuba diving where you can actually uh, see the things they put underneath the water yeah. and those type of things. So I think that would be a great experience. I assure you, it is not like being in a cave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, know. I just the, the mind. There's a lot of descriptors I can think of. This cave boat, is, and I'm sure they've got lots of lifeboats yeah. and things like that to get off the boat. But yeah, but um, I think that's what would appeal to me the most. That and just being relaxed on the ship. Yeah. And you know, like you said, you've already got an itinerary for you. Yeah, you're eating supper at this time. You're doing this, and I think that would appeal to it's, me too. It, and that's it's so much different from Disney because at Disney, yeah, you plan and plan and plan, and you get there. Well, there's still a lot of planning to do. Right. And with this... And you got your phone out the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing about the app is you can go through... So at the, the night before, let's say on Sunday night, I would look at the schedule of events for Monday, and you can go through and, and like the favorite ones. And the next day, you'll get an alert on your phone 15 minutes earlier. Hey, animation class starts in 15 minutes at D-Lounge or wherever it is. So it you don't have to be attached to that app. I mean, it's helpful... But, you know, I'd look at it a couple times a day, and that was about it. Well, neat. Well, I appreciate y'all letting me chat about well, this. thank you. I think, I think our listeners will enjoy that. And, and uh, I wonder how many of our listeners have been on those cruises. If you've been on one, listeners, let us know. How was your experience? What did you like, dislike? Are you thinking about going on one? What questions can we answer for you? Bruin, we appreciate you being on. Yeah. As you leave, be sure to be with Again, <laughs> why can you not do this anymore? I don't, he's I don't know. It's <laughs> beware the hitchhiking ghost and hurry back. If you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory. Mortals pay a token.